Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Rudy Giuliani. Hello, America. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show. We are overwhelmed today with news and news of great importance and uh, some anticipation about what will happen in uh, San Francisco and in uh, and I think in, in Los Angeles, where we've got uh, a sort of uh, progressive against a, a former Republican who's now become a Democrat, who I guess we'd have to say is a moderate. Right. And when I say progressive, I don't mean that. I mean that in the Orwellian sense where it means the opposite. The progressives are the people who want to go back to like 1850, Karl Marx. The uh, the people who want to lower taxes, lower government spending, give people more freedom. Those are the progressives. They Others want to go back to uh, enslavement and uh, government control. But we do call them progressives because the press dominates here. The left wing dominates. And we don't really have a free press any longer. Hopefully we're going to get it back. But don't fool yourself. This is a country without really a free press. So uh, we got a real, real problem in New York. And uh, the Siena poll, the Siena poll is devastating. But all it does, honestly, is tell you what you find out talking to anyone in the streets of New York or around the country. The poor performance of uh, Mayor Adams and the uh, poor performance of New York City and New York State is well known throughout the country. I am asked about this constantly. And uh, so this Siena poll is not a surprise to me. It is a surprise that he fell apart so fast. Uh, an overwhelming 70% say they feel less safe now than they did before. And his job approval rating is lower than Biden's. I don't know if de Blasio got down that low. I'm not sure. I mean, it, it might be lower than de Blasio's because we have more crime under him than under de Blasio. And it is true that there's been a slight decline in shootings and murder. Uh, but that's made up for by massive increases in other crimes, including violent crimes. And after all, the public, the overwhelming majority of the public is not affected, thank God, by murder. I mean, in the worst years, it was 2,200 murders. But there can be, you know, 15,000 thefts and 20,000 auto thefts. And those are the crimes that or, or assaults or drug transactions that lead to fights. And, I mean, those are those are the crimes that people are mostly seeing. And those are out of control, basically completely out of control. So 70 percent of the people in the city in the Siena poll uh, which is a completely neutral poll. I like the Siena poll because they've taken uh, the gubernatorial race. Uh, they've taken polls on it six times. And my son, Andrew Giuliani, has led in all of them, <laughs> including the last one, by about 8% or 10%. Um, but, I mean, they basically are left to center. And um, 
would have no reason to do a bad poll on uh, on the new mayor. And I think you all know this. A majority of respondents said that the city is headed in the wrong direction. 56% wrong, 32% correct. 7 out of 10 said less safe, 76% are either somewhat or very concerned that they're going to be the victim of a violent crime. These are, these are uh, devastating statistics for a city. This is what worried me the most when I took office. I took office with a poll pretty much like this that I inherited from uh, David Dinkins. It was in the 70 to 80 percent that people wanted to leave the city. 70 to 80 percent they thought the city was going in the wrong direction. And 70 to 80 percent that they were afraid they'd be the victim of a crime. When I left, those numbers had reversed completely. Completely. I mean, well over 70 to 80 percent had hope, felt the city was safe. That was after September 11. Uh, mayor's uh, job performance. This, this, wow. He's been in office less than six months. 29% excellent good. 64% fair or poor. That is a um, terrible rating. A terrible rating. Uh, compare it to, um, to Biden. Biden's in the 30s. He's now below the 30s. Uh, He deserves it. He deserves it because um, he misled the people. He misled the people that he was some kind of expert on crime. And he misled the people that he was going to do something tough about crime. And uh, first of all, he's not much of an expert. And number two, he has no backbone. So you put those two things together, our city is a laughingstock. Now, he said the criminal justice system is a laughingstock. But what's he doing about the criminal justice system? Uh, He hasn't gone to Hochul and asked Hochul to exercise her power under the Constitution of New York to remove these DAs. All the Democrats are yelling and screaming for more gun control, more gun control, more gun control, more gun control, right? Uh, Let's listen to Hochul for a second. I mean, this this one here, Hochul, she's also underwater with her ratings, not quite as bad. But I don't think she knows what she's talking about. Listen to cut 10. You know, I'm going to explain to you. And in the state of New York, we're now requiring social media networks to monitor and report hateful conduct on their platforms. Thank you, Senator Anna Kaplan. And thank you, Assigned Member Patricia Fahey. Governor, and now we're gonna- Governor Hochul. Uh, let me introduce you to Democrat uh, District Attorney Eric Gonzalez, who was a friend and ally of Eric Adams, who should have brought this to your attention. You want new gun laws, right? More and more gun laws, because gun laws cause all this crime. Of course they don't. The gun laws, one way or another, have been the same for the last six years. And we had very little crime six years ago, and we got a lot of crime now. Tell me... What? The same number of guns were available six years ago. 500 million is now the estimate. Same number of guns available, available in the same way, but they weren't being used four or five years ago. Now they're being used in, in, in epidemic fashion, record fashion. And there's been no change in the gun laws. So if you want to find the reason, stop lying to us so you distract us from what you can't handle, which is tough law enforcement. Tough, tough law enforcement. D.A. Eric Gonzalez, Democrat, friend and ally of Eric Adams, 
first-time gun arrest with a loaded 9mm. No jail. Diversion program. You get to meet with a counselor once a week. Well, how about enforcing that gun control law before I give you a new one? If I give you a new one, you're not going to enforce that either. You see, when you don't enforce the law, you don't enforce the law. You make up phony excuses like gun control. Same thing with Hochul. Hochul wants to go after the social media. Let's listen to our dopey governor again. Uh, Cut 10. And in the state of New York, we're now requiring social media networks to monitor and report hateful conduct on their platforms. Thank you, Senator Anna Kaplan. Oh, how the hell hell are they going to do that, Hochul, when you can't get the employees of your state to do it? You incompetent idiot. The, the guy in Buffalo could have taken out an ad and sent it to you. He, the, the, the school and their government employees noted that he, he wanted to do murder. The police noted it. And the mental health officials noted it. Except it fell through the cracks. That's your fault. You run that organization. What's social media going to do? Go out and arrest them? Actually, social media did their job. They had it out there for a competent governor who has a competent law enforcement system to find. And it isn't the first time you've, you've done this. We've got this DA in New York that says he's not going to prosecute this crime and that crime and this crime and that crime and this crime and that crime. That violates the Constitution of the state of New York. He has an obligation to prosecute crimes. It's a violation of his oath to to decide he's not going to prosecute categories of crime. It's a violation of of this Gonzalez guy saying, oh, we're not going to – none of them are going to go to jail for possessing a gun. Why don't you wake them up and fire them? What's wrong? You don't have the guts? Democratic Party too important? Because they're Democrats? Meanwhile, people are dying, Hochul, because you are an incompetent. You know under a tough governor, you know under a tough governor, those people that we're talking about, the school people and the uh, hospital people and the police people would have reported that thing in a second because they'd be afraid if they got caught, they'd get fired. Man, where did we get you? We didn't vote for you. You expand bail. The only guy worse than you is Adams. You are 58% disapproved. 58 disapproved. Should be 70. And then the stadium with, with your husband getting a piece of it. And you end up costing us $4 billion more for that stadium because you got to go pay off the crooked Democrats in Albany. Look, aren't we going to say enough is enough is enough is enough? Let's get these damn crooks out of office. We got a chance with her, boy, to kick her right out. Her opponent, Swazi, made the point yesterday that she doesn't enforce the gun laws. This isn't Rudy Giuliani making this point. This is a Democrat making the point. People are dying as a result of this. This is not a game. 
This is not a joke. When you have incompetent, politically oriented people who can't make a tough decision in office, people die. I took over a city in which people were being killed needlessly because of Democratic pro-criminal policies. I changed the Democratic pro-criminal policies to sensible, very tough, very strict enforcement of all laws. And yes, I utilized the gun control laws that existed. And I prosecuted them tough as hell. One year mandatory if you get caught with a gun illegally. Think that cuts down the number of guns? Some esoteric gun control law isn't going to do it. There are 500 million guns available. You've got to make the possession of them so uh, frightening that nobody's going to do it. And then we could go back to stop and frisk, which I'll explain to you when we come back after the break. Rudy Giuliani. The Rudy Giuliani Show. We are back, and I promised uh, that I would give Rudy Giuliani's back, Rudy Giuliani's show, and I promised I would give a short lesson to the mayor in how to bring down subway crime, which is at, uh, at a level at which uh, it is frightening people uh, in, in, in large numbers to stay off the subway and just frightening people about New York because the subway sort of gets reported all around the country, and uh, subway crime has always been um, exaggerated in terms of the publicity that it gets. But you just got to recognize it if you're the mayor. Look, here's how simple it is. And I'm, I mean, he'll never take it up, but I'd be willing to, uh, uh, you give me a week and just give me uh, jurisdiction over that and I'll, I'll bring it down big time. But I have to have access to the Comstat system that I helped to develop with uh, Jack Maple and Bill Bratton. And I'd have to uh, make certain that I had enough police officers to assign. But here's all, all you have to do. You go to Comstat. And Comstat is a fabulous system. And it's just gotten only better since we developed it. It was pretty rudimentary when we developed it in the back of envelopes. And, but by the time we left, it was pretty damn sophisticated. It was the best program in government by 1996. The Kennedy School awarded it that. So you just go look at where the crimes are taking place. The next morning, or as quickly as possible, real time always helps. Which is one of the reasons why I always wanted to do it. I've been doing crime statistics in 1981. It used to drive me nuts to put out all these FBI statistics six months after the crimes were over. I said to myself, we should be able to put this to work as a management tool, as a crime-fighting tool, as an accountability tool. And then Jack Maple had been doing it in the subways, but only with like six or eight uh, police stations. But we got 77. So... In the discussion, suggested that maybe we put it in a computer and then went from there and there and there and there. And then the real key is to study them, study them, study them. So you look, you see where the crime is being uh, ha- happening, and you move your police accordingly. And you figure out then, do you have too few police? Either, either, so something's going on here. Either uh, Adams doesn't pay any attention. I can't believe the PD doesn't pay attention. They don't need Adams for this. Either they don't have enough police officers, which is possible because they were defunded by a, by a billion dollars 
And that's never been made up for. Or they're just not doing it competently. In which case, you know, Bratton Safer or, or uh, uh, Carrick would have had a new guy doing it tomorrow. There's no excuse for not being able to bring down public crime when you have Comstat. No excuse for not being able to bring it down. No excuse for going up. And uh, uh, since this administration is not transparent, since he doesn't really talk about things in a substantive way, it's hard to tell what's going on. But I'll tell you, if he made it available to me for two days, I could tell you what's wrong. And I could show you how, the, how it could be brought down immediately, 10, 20 percent. And then, then it builds on itself. Then it builds on itself. And then the deterrent effect uh, takes over. Uh, they realize that, 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 you know, they realize that you figured out where they're doing it, where it's not happening everywhere on the subways. It's not happening in every area of the city. You, you, begin to, uh, you begin to reduce your area of coverage. It's like the career criminal program, which my son Andrew has made part of his uh, program on crime. He, by the way, the only gubernatorial candidate with a program on crime. That's pretty strange, isn't it? Crime is the biggest subject in New York, and these guys are running without a program on crime. Andrew has promised $5 billion fund to refund the police. Critical. Because, as I said, possibly the subway situation, too few cops. Carrick, when Carrick left and I left, there were 41,000 uniformed police officers. I think it's down to 34,000 now. So I'm not discounting the fact that there are too few and I'd like to know what happened with that $1 billion, um, $1 billion cut. Same thing happened in, in Rochester, New York. Rochester, New York, Black Lives Matter convinced them to reimagine the police department and prove a test case on how we can reduce crime by reimagining the police department. Well, uh, the cop-killing Black Lives Matter reimagined the police department, and last year Rochester had more murders than ever in its history, and little Rochester was sixth in the country for murder. Thank you, Black Lives Matter. Now you're not just getting cops killed. You're getting, you're getting people killed. In fact, you're getting a lot of black people killed. I think eight out of ten that you got killed were black. I don't know. Did you show up at any of the funerals? Huh? Did their lives matter? Phonies? Did their lives matter, you communists? And where's Hochul talking about that? Does she understand it? Do they understand it? Adams doesn't understand that he was a cop. This should not be happening. And it's not happening because of gun control. They got you talking about gun control because they don't want you to talk about get rid of no bail. Have mandatory minimum sentences. Put them in jail. It's a lot better if they're in jail than shooting people. Let's get the city safe first. Then we can figure out how to, how to, how to straighten out the lives of the criminals. Let's straighten out the lies for good people first, criminals second. Democratic Party now is a pro-criminal party. Don't you get it? Look at, look at what's going on in San Francisco with uh, Chesa Boudin, son of cop killers. He takes over. Crime goes up 40% over George Gascon, who's now gone to Los Angeles and they're trying to throw him out. But... Boudin's even worse. They don't prosecute. The, the guy in Philadelphia throws, throws out 60% of the cases the police bring in. No wonder last year 
Philadelphia had more murders than ever before in its history. Why are you voting for them? Are you crazy or brainwashed? Put in Republicans who are going to be tough on crime. Tough on crime doesn't mean being unfair. It means doing justice. Tough on crime doesn't mean putting shackles on Peter Navarro's ankles for a one-year misdemeanor. When you allow uh, Hunter Biden to go free, having violated a 10-year felony for possession of a thirty-eight revolver, go look at the New York Post today and you see the gun in his hand. The guy is a lifetime drug addict. It's a very serious crime for a drug addict to be carrying around a gun. Isn't it? If you believe in gun control, anybody talking about that? Any of those phony Democrats who want to do gun control talking about how come Biden administration doesn't enforce the gun control laws that exist? We wouldn't have this number of murders if they were enforcing the gun control laws strictly. This is Rudy Giuliani, and we'll be back to get to your calls. Giuliani show. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you uh, and the uh, president uh, does exactly the same thing that Adams and Hochul do. They blame things on everything but themselves and therefore they have no accountability. That's why I had a sign on my desk saying I am responsible to remind myself of the Harry Truman uh, expression. The buck stops, you know, with the president, the mayor, the governor. I mean, Biden spends every waking moment passing the buck to somebody. Trump, Putin, wars, who know, Republicans. Well, 83% of people in the Wall Street Journal poll have described the economy under Biden as poor or not so good. That is an astounding number. That is an astounding number. And I think it is driven by the fact that he constantly blames it on other things and other people. So when that happens and you know it's not true, you realize he doesn't have a solution. See, if you can't state the problem, you can't solve it. If you, if you say gun control is the problem and not failure to enforce the gun control laws that exist, if you say gun control is a much bigger problem than, uh, let's say, letting people out Uh, 60% of the people out that used to be put in jail, letting them out now. That's not the real problem. Well, then you don't solve it. You keep passing laws and you don't solve it, which Democrats did for 27 years before I became mayor. I I don't know if it's the communist uh, uh, core at the bottom of the movement that they have going on uh, in uh, the Democrat Party, or it's... um, the uh, incompetence of liberals who, who tend to dream rather than to do practical things, you know, in, instead of making speeches, you know, you, you sit down all night and you look at the statistics and you look at the maps and you look and you figure out a, a solution. My, my charge to my uh, people was there's no problem we can't solve. These are human problems. These aren't supernatural problems. These are human problems. We're intelligent human beings. We've got the greatest police force in the world. If somebody there can't solve it, go get me somebody else. This is not 
If you're telling me you're having trouble bringing down domestic violence, violence inside the home, I get it. It's harder. You can do it. And you have to have a strategy for that. And I'll explain that at some point, which was enormously successful. But when you're telling me you want me to get crime on the streets down, you give me the tools, I can do it. I've done it in New York. I've done it in foreign countries. And in New York, it's easy because you've got an unbelievably good police department. There were places we had great success uh, privately bringing down crime, and there were places we didn't because we didn't have a police department. We had to, we had to take uh, the Mexican police department, and we had to go find honest police officers first before we could do anything. And then we, and then we got fired after two years because we were bringing down crime, and they were afraid that the mayor would try to run for president. <laughs> That's the present president of Mexico. <laughs> who, by the way, is a big, big liberal communist, whatever, who isn't coming to see Biden because, because uh, he, he won't uh, allow the dictators to come. I mean, he's a guy you would never think I would get along with at all, although we had a, a, a tremendous working relationship with him and his uh, police commission, who later became mayor also. And we got crime down 12 and 8 percent. And then we got fired by the president because he was afraid they were going to run against him. Well, they did, and they beat him. Uh, so... Let's go to um, – why don't we go to Mike in St. James. Hello, Rudy. Hey, Mike. Rudy, Rudy, have you – if your son becomes governor, God have you look. looked into the legality of him appointing you as some sort of czar in the city <laughs> to, to give you the tools that you need, a temporary position? Would uh, it work – well, I'll tell you, first thing, I would, I would never take the t- title czar. I mean, I, I, just, I just worked myself out of being a Russian agent. If I took the title czar, I mean, they, they come and arrest me, put me in shackles like they did Navarro, and say that shows that I'm a Russian agent and that I made up the stolen election and I made up this and I made up that and I made up this. And the bar association that doesn't want to even hear any of my witnesses, instead of just suspending me, they'll take my license away and shoot me. Uh, no, I, I don't think I would take a position. Look, I don't know what he's going to face. I would do anything, obviously, for my son, but it's even more than that. I do anything for my state. You, you, don't, you don't realize that over the last two, three years, as I watched de Blasio turn and Cuomo turn this thing back to what I labored eight years more than that to fix, how unbelievably upset I am. I mean, it's like the, the, it's like you've built something all your life. And in just a you know flash of uh, time, they just it's all away. I mean, this idiot DA that doesn't put people in jail who uh, illegally possess guns. I don't know. You remember Bloomberg did did one? one you remember the one year mandatory minimums? It affected Plexico Burroughs, If you if you need to know, that's when I probably <laughs> that's when I probably said to myself, "Gee, why did I come up with that policy?" But I couldn't criticize Mike for for uh, doing it. Uh, we were going on to the Super Bowl that year. I think we were undefeated when Plexico shot himself in the foot. And I thought maybe, maybe, maybe we could give him a little mercy. But we put him in jail for a, a, over a year, I think. That, that, uh, Plexico Burroughs is a, is a lot better case for uh, leniency than the kind of people this DA in Brooklyn is letting out. These are the kind of people who shoot on the street. Boop, 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 boop. Plexico Burroughs had a gun to protect himself. Ah. Leo, how are we doing, Leo? 
Mr. Mayor, pleasure to speak with you. Nice to talk to you. You know, the thing they're reporting the most on gun control is taking away the ability for an 18-year-old to buy a semi-automatic rifle. But if you read Senate Bill 9458, they've added a licensing provision for every single human being in this state, no matter how old you are. That's because they're liars. Because they're liars. They're scummy liars. Uh, Whether it's Albany or Washington or Trenton, uh, something happens. They become scummy liars. Uh, First of all, how many people are really killed with an AR-15? I mean, okay, it happens with these with these particular mass murders. And we got to stop using the word mass murders as if, you know, three people or four people shot in a drive-by in Philadelphia is a mass murder. Or five people in a gang are shot. And the press says, you know, 13 mass murders. Mass murder is actually officially defined for criminology purposes as anytime four or more people are shot. But when, when we say mass murders, we're thinking a crazy person that goes into a school or something. You know what, to be honest with you, you can sell me on the, you got to be 21 to buy a semi-automatic rifle. Okay. You might be able to sell me on that. Okay. But they, but they have now just made it to the point where you have to do the same process as if buying a pistol to buy a semi-automatic for anybody in the state. And, and if now, you read 9458, you won't believe it. Now, if you, if you look into the... Uh, a criminal background of these people who committed these crimes. Uh, first of all, there are, another, there, are, there are 500 million other guns available illegally for them to go find. Not hard to do. No, agreed. Number two, if they are that determined to attack a school, uh, you can always bomb it, you know. You can burn it. You can bomb it. So it isn't the instrument. It's the person that AR-15 doesn't do anything unless somebody picks it up and shoots it. So it is important to have gun laws. But it's much more important to focus on the behavior of the human being. And that's what the Democrats are creating. They're creating a criminal country. Do you know the damage that was done in 2020? I saw it. Every night you would see on television thousands of crimes being committed. The cars burned. Stores burned, people beaten, 25 people killed, millions of dollars of merchandise stolen, and the police stood there and watched. Do you know the impact that that had? That has a lot more to do with what's going on now than gun control. I'm not opposed to gun control either. I just think it belongs in the right place. I Believe me, I used every weapon at my disposal to get this city down from 2,200 murders. And I used gun control in the right way. I didn't need new laws. I arrested them. And I made example. And I put together the stop, question, and frisk unit, known as the anti-crime unit, which Adams had a, had a role in getting declared unconstitutional. Except I want to explain something to you that the New York Times will never explain because they hate me. My stop, question, and frisk program was not found unconstitutional. In fact, my stop, question, and frisk program, which the Times will never report, was found constitutional in 2001 by 
Attorney General Janet Reno and Deputy Attorney General Eric Holder. The program that I left behind was completely legal. Adams could go take that program right now, and he could utilize it. And when the Justice Department came to him, he could say, Holder and and uh, Reno reviewed this in great depth and found that the program conducted under these guidelines is completely constitutional. Now, it was only 100,000 people we stopped, not 600,000. That's what knocked it down. Our success rate was like 50%. Success rate had gone down to 5%. Our records were, I'm not going to say pristine. They never are in situations like that. But we were using much more experienced police officers. In order to keep driving crime down, and I'm not faulting them for this, they had to stretch it out to police officers that were less experienced. So you make more mistakes, and mistakes in a situation where constitutional rights are involved. Uh, The practice was not found unconstitutional as a practice. It was found unconstitutional in application. Now, that's a very big difference. Somebody who is a lawyer in Adams' administration, if they have, like, Democrats have real lawyers anymore. I think think they have like uh, state operatives who just trample on people's rights. But if they have real lawyers any longer, uh, they could design for him a stop, question, and frisk program that is perfectly constitutional. And by the way, it'll save thousands and thousands of lives, about seven out of ten of those being black, if, he'd had the, if he had the intelligence – to do it, and by the way, he doesn't have to attribute it to me, and the Times doesn't have to attribute it to me because they don't attribute anything to me. But I argued that case myself. It was the first day Bernie Kerrick was police commissioner. I went to the Justice Department where I had been the third-ranking official in years past and where I knew everybody, and I took my lawyers with me, but for two hours I argued the case to Janet Reno, who I had worked with in the past, and Mr. Holder, who had worked for me. And they uh, took three weeks to review our material. And they uh, declared that uh, Eastern District should not bring a case against us, that our program met constitutional uh, guidelines. Go use that program, Adams. It doesn't matter who it comes from, even if it comes from crazy Giuliani, huh? You know, who likes likes Trump. So therefore, he's a bad guy, and we're going to torture him. I saw Donald Trump last night at at um, at the golf course in Westchester, where one of my recollections is playing golf with Bill Clinton, which I'll tell you about sometime. But um, he was really he was it was it was a it was a fundraiser for Elise Stefanik, who is one heck of a public official. I'll tell you that she's got to get reelected, and she will. Uh, but I was just reflecting on. He gave a speech without a note. It was articulate. It was sensible. It made sense. I said, gee, we once had a president that actually could speak for 20, 30 minutes and not lose his train of thought. Uh, we made a big mistake. A big mistake. So I'm going to go to uh, Jimmy... Jimmy, my good friend. Hello, Mr. Mayor. I love you. my good friend, too. Uh, the strategy the communists are using, it's glaring. The art of war, 2,500 years ago, was writing, okay? This is what the communists are using. It's very glaring. 
When near appear far, when far appear near, when weak appear strong, when strong appear weak. Everything's opposite. So we, by the communists, designate we as the red. So the communists reversed it. They call us the red, and they're the resistance, okay? That's a reversal. Sun Tzu also wrote about you must turn your enemies, spies and agents, intelligence agents, and your generals inward against their country. Wow. So we had the admirals and the generals work against Trump. We had U.S. intelligence, FBI and CIA, working with our enemy to topple Trump. The mess we are in and the world is in now was created by, whether it's stupidity or treason, it doesn't matter, when you have the admirals, generals, FBI and CIA working to topple Trump, we got in this mess. That is Sun Tzu. Another thing about appearing strong when you're weak or weak when you're strong, the Soviets have done fake collapses. They've collapsed the American Communist Party a couple of times, and they write that every time they do it, it makes them stronger. Now, Hochul, you mentioned this lady running for governor. Hochul wants to monitor and oppose hate speech. The biggest hate speech we have in this country is critical race theory and the transgender movement that's destroying our children. If you oppose the drug operations against us, if you oppose critical race theory and you oppose the perversion against our children, if you oppose it, you would be called hate speech. That, again, is Sun Tzu. Yeah. Everything is turned butt backwards. Orwell, too, right? absolutely brilliant. Also Orwell. Right, right, right. Yeah, uh, you know, and you think about, think about the ads on the subway now, how to safely use heroin. What? Safely use heroin? Where, where does that come from? from? We got a health commissioner that got his head up, you know what? On the subways, there are advertisements to use heroin safely. Try to avoid fentanyl. Go get a little test kit so it doesn't have fentanyl because fentanyl will kill you in a second. This is, this is uh, during an era in which we have a record number of drug overdoses last year. We're going to do it again this year, dead people. And a lot of them now... Uh, kids like who are marijuana users, they've put the fentanyl in the marijuana. It isn't just the heavy drug users who are who are in a situation to possibly get killed with fentanyl. There have been now a, a fair number of uh, cases where moderate users of weed die from fentanyl. And we got we got uh, subway ads. I mean, tell me we're not run by communists. You want to? I mean, you want to encourage? The use of drugs? Gosh. Well, when we come back, we'll have the mayor's final thoughts. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Mayor's Final Thoughts. 
This is uh, Rudy Giuliani, and it is the Mayor's Final Thoughts, sponsored by the Tunnels to Towers Foundation. Donate $11 a month to Tunnels to Towers at T2T.org. Well, my final thoughts uh, today are going to be about uh, what you can do to finally uh, reverse this. And what you need is a program that you follow religiously. I uh, spent time developing that program when I ran for mayor of New York. And I spent a lot of time developing that program now with uh, my son, Andrew Giuliani, who is the leading Republican candidate for governor. And he's revealed uh, three parts of it so far. Ultimately, it'll be, depending on how we break them down, eight to ten parts. It'll grow when he's in office. But this is what he'll start with. And this is what I did. And I stuck to it every day. And I actually appointed someone to make sure that I was sticking to it. Because to me, this was... A matter of life and death. I knew the decisions I made would save people's lives or get people killed the way they're getting people killed now with the incompetence of a Hochul and an Adams. Uh, Crime should be down already if Adams knew what the hell he was doing, not up 40 percent. Hochul should never uh, – those uh, those people who never turned in the murderer in Buffalo – should have been uh, uh, so frightened of not doing it by a governor who was strong and powerful and articulate. If uh, if Andrew becomes governor, believe me, on on <laughs> from the very beginning, uh, when people come into possession of information like that, it's going to be turned in, or they're going to get fired. We don't want to fire them, but we don't want people to die either. So, so far, he's announced a $5 billion police refund program. That's to refund the police, not defund the police. Republicans fund the police. Democrats defund the police. Everybody has forgotten that New York City Police Department was, has been defunded substantially. I had 41,000 police officers. There are now 34,000 police officers. And I don't know what they're doing on the subway. I could figure it out if they let me see that Comstat program. Figure it out in a day or two. Cure it in a week. He is going to repeal the Cuomo Hochul no cash bail right away. How do you do it? You go to the communities that are affected and you point out that if the representatives don't end it, they're going to continue to die. And these are the people who are killing you. Yeah, indirectly, they're killing you with this no bail law. You go to the people. You say, oh, that doesn't work. Like hell, it doesn't work. So tell me how Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump got massive tax deductions through a left-wing Democrat Congress that opposed it. And how did Rudy Giuliani get major tax cuts and very, very severe criminal programs through a 45-6 Democratic City Council. You campaign for it. You go out and sell your program to the public, and the public sells it to the politicians. Or you negotiate. You do both. But, and you appoint somebody that has just that mission. I remember 
Trump, uh, Reagan appointed someone, his job, get, get it through. Took a year and a half. When it was over, he, he went and he asked to become the Counselor General in, the, in, the, in uh, Bermuda because he was so darn tired. This is when you have a real executive. You have a guy like Andrew who gets things done. Then uh, we have got to rethink, but not for too long, security for school children. It's real simple. Cops in the schools. Accountability for DAs, and we'll go over the rest of it. This program is going to be a major part of this campaign. It's about time that we have a governor who will bring down crime, and Andrew Giuliani will bring down crime. I guarantee you, just like I did, probably better. This is Rudy Giuliani. God bless you, and God bless America. Love my Italian heritage and the food that goes along with it. That's why on Sundays after church, I head over with my father to Italo's Fine Foods on Forest Avenue in Staten Island with our list from mom. They have two locations on Forest Avenue, 1566 and the new one at 725. It's family owned and serving Italian specialties since 2014. They also have a full catering menu, the freshest meats, imported San Martano tomatoes from Italy, and the best mozzarella. Order in store by phone or online. They even deliver. ItaloFineFoods.com, I-T-A-L-O, FineFoods.com. Tell them Vinny Madugno and W. ABC sent you. Manja.